Welcome in, everyone, to another episode of my Dynasty Fantasy Football YouTube. This time, we're breaking down Dynasty trades. Let's jump into trade number one. So this one, we have a Superflex PPR tight end premium, a half-point tight end premium, 12-team. Ayuk or Spears, Fryermuth, and the 203. So in this case, I think it's a story of one great asset versus three less great ones. If it's ever close, the preference always goes to the one great asset. In this case, that's Brandon Ayuk. Great assets usually require a premium to acquire. So getting one for a fair price or even cheap is always the right move. In this case, there's not much of a decision. Ayuk is a star. He's been great for the 49ers. In contrast, Spears didn't really do anything as a rookie. It's all speculation there. Friermuth wrote about him. For DLF, that article's coming out soon. It's just kind of meh. And the 203 is nice, but it's not going to be anywhere near Ayuk. So I'm going to go with the Ayuk side here. Next one. And I just want to remind people, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the channel. It's the best way to support the channel. Let's jump into this one. 101 or 102 and Christian Kirk. Now, I didn't pick this one for the trade itself. <laughs> I picked it to illustrate the difference between league sizes, especially with quarterbacks in Superflex leagues. Remember, in a 10-team league, quarterback values are less because there are a fixed number of quarterback starters, at most 32 every week. Each team can have three in a 10-team league. So in this case, I would go with the 102 side because in 10-team Superflex, Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. are going to be about the same. So I'll take the side with the extra asset in Christian Kirk. However, if this were a 12-team league, I think it's basically fair. You take what you need. In a 14-team league, I'd rather have the 101 giving me the shot at Caleb Williams because quarterbacks are so scarce in that format. So it just goes to show that league size is an important factor for trades. Also, in 10-team, you want the star more. In 14-team, depth is, depth is more important uh, because, you know, you just are starting worse players. But anyway, next one. 10-team, 1QB, start 9. Brees or Malik Neighbors and the 109. So I think this trade mostly illustrates how good Malik Neighbors is. I love Brees Hall, but I can't pay this for him. Neighbors would be the 101 in most of the Dynasty wide receiver class, wide receiver 1, in most of the classes of the last 10 years. Outside of this year, where Marvin Harrison Jr. is better, and 2021, where I think Jamar Chase would have edged him out. But other than that, over the last 10 years, Neighbors would be the wide receiver one in the other eight classes, if I'm not mistaken. So I think Malik Neighbors will come into the NFL as a dynasty wide receiver one. In that case, I'm not adding a first of any kind to go from Neighbors to Brees Hall. I love Brees Hall. He's my dynasty running back two and has a good case for running back one, but I still can't do it. Next one, Trevor Lawrence, Superflex, or the startup 810 and 225 first. These firsts are from guys trying to win it all first year. So usually I'd want the quarterback in Superflex, but to be honest, Trevor Lawrence's value is falling. He's just quarterback nine, 15th overall, and I feel like we see what Trevor Lawrence is. It's not Justin Herbert who we can say, Justin Herbert is elite, but the offense has held him back. This has held him back. There's been this problem. I don't feel that way about Trevor Lawrence. I feel like Trevor Lawrence is very good, but that's what he is. 
very good. I don't think he's ever going to get back his first round startup value that he had previously. I just don't think he's on that level. Caleb Williams is going to come into the NFL. He's going to be ahead of Trevor Lawrence because you'd rather what you haven't seen. Similar prospect, but Lawrence, we know, is not going to be in that Mahomes, Allen tier ever. So he'll fall to QB 10. And I just don't want to gamble this type of capital on Lawrence anymore. He's not in that quarterback range where I'm willing to overpay. He's in the quarterback range I usually don't want. And if I do want it, I'm going to go for the cheap guys over Trevor Lawrence. So it's probably a fair offer. I think there are better ways to acquire a quarterback than paying this much for kind of that second group of someone like Trevor Lawrence. Next one. And before we get into this one, I want to remind everyone that all of these trades have come from my Patreon Discord. Patreon.com slash fantasy advice. The link is in the top right corner. Every single trade came from there. If you want to ask trade questions, I answer them on Patreon Discord, and then I feature some of them on the show. Sign up for the Patreon. I promise it's the best value in Dynasty Fantasy Football. There's nowhere else you can get this type of one-on-one discussion and also a community like what we have in Discord, plus rankings and everything else. So I promise you won't regret it, and you'll get to be a part of my future shows. But with that said, let's get into this one. 104 versus Carr, Derek Carr, Zay Flowers, and Kyron Williams. 12-team Superflex. Now, we know that Zay Flowers had some legal issues. It seems like that was closed, so I'm not super worried about that. To get into the trade more specifically, the 104 is definitely the best asset here. It'll either be Drake May, Jane Daniels, or Malik Neighbors. You get to pick the second best out of those three. But is it worth giving up the Dynasty RB7, Kyron Williams, my wide receiver 23, Zay Flowers, and a starting quarterback? Probably not. I feel like that's an overpay. If I could get 102 for this deal, I would do it. To get Marvin Harrison Jr. or Caleb Williams, I would do it. I just can't turn down that type of upside. But for this, this feels like an overpay. There are better ways to get a high-end veteran wide receiver. It doesn't have to be someone super old or a relatively high-tier quarterback. You know, you could buy Brock Purdy or Dak Prescott for a lot less than what this is going to cost to get Malik, um, Jim Daniels or Drake May. You could buy, I'm sure, Brandon Ayuk for much less, and you can get kind of an elite or Chris Olave, a wide receiver in that Malik Neighbors value range for a lot less. So, well, I don't hate it. There are better options of how to liquidate Carr, Flowers, and Kyron Williams than this deal. Next one. And I thought this was one of the most interesting ones on here. Burrow, Joe Burrow in 107, or Richardson in 102, 12-team Superflex, four-point passing touchdown. So the four-point passing touchdown doesn't make a big difference, but it does make me like Anthony Richardson a little bit more because his rushing touchdowns are a little bit more valuable. Either way, I love Burrow. But this feels a little bit pricey for someone in Joe Burrow who's never been a league winner on his own. He's never done that. He's never been the type of quarterback who's won you a league like Josh Allen has or Lamar Jackson has or even, you know, Patrick Mahomes has, Jalen Hurts. He's never done that. So this feels a little pricey. It's Richardson and Marvin Harrison Jr. almost for sure for Burrow and probably Romo Dunze or Brock Bowers. It's what Burrow costs, but I'm not convinced that in a year, we're not going to see Richardson and Burrow similarly priced. So I'm going to take the Richardson side because Marvin Harrison Jr. is a top five dynasty wide receiver immediately. And that's the difference maker for me. 
Romo Dunze, Brock Bowers are just not Marvin Harrison Jr. So I think the difference is bigger on that side. I'm going to take Richardson in the 102 here. Uh, but, I mean, this is what Burrow costs. So it's not an unfair trade. Next one. I thought this was one interesting as well. Devon Atron and late 2025 first for A.J. Brown. Now, I think A.J. Brown's perception has changed. I'm not sure I'm paying this for him. He turns 27 in the summer. And there seems to have been some issues with him in Philly. I just think A.J. Brown has fallen out. It used to be last year we talked about C.D. Lamb and A.J. Brown as wide receivers three and four. I don't think A.J. Brown is in that top tier anymore. I have A.J. Brown right now at wide receiver seven. Marvin Harrison Jr. will be ahead of him, maybe even Malik Neighbors. But guys like Amon Ra, Garrett Wilson, Puka Nakua have all passed A.J. Brown for me. So... While I am skeptical of a late 25 first, and that could even be earlier, which would make the Achan sign better. So I can tell you that I would never pay this for A.J. Brown. If I had A.J. Brown, would I accept this? I would wish it was a little better, but if it was this or nothing, I'd probably take it, even though Devon Achan is not my favorite asset to acquire. I think he's overpriced. So yeah, just on value, I'm leaning on the uh, 25 first and, and Achan's side here. Next one, and this is one about JSN. In a Superflex PPR start 10, send the 110 for JSN. I also have the 105, 107, and 112 already tried sending 112. Well, I love that. You tried to be aggressive. You tried to send something even lower. I love that kind of aggressiveness. That's what we need to do in Dynasty. But it seems like that didn't go through. So 110 for JSN. JSN would have been the wide receiver four in this class probably. Would have been close between him and Odunze. He's a better prospect in my eyes. NFL probably would have preferred a Dunze. So let's compare it, though. Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, and Odunze are going to be worth more because Odunze doesn't have the med rookie year on his profile. And uh, the three quarterbacks, Williams, Daniels, and May, are also going to be worth more. Probably Brock Bowers will be worth more. It'll be close if it's not tight end premium. And then J.J. McCarthy, maybe. But that's kind of it. Brian Thomas Jr., while I like him, is not going to be worth more than me to, than JSN. JSN is just a far better prospect. He had 95 receptions and 1,606 yards in his best college season against competition of Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave, who are both dynasty wide receiver ones. JSN just turned 22 years old. He's younger than Adonai Mitchell, Lad McConkie, some players in this class, who also could be around at 110. I'm going to go with JSN here. He's just better than what you're going to get at 110. But I like the aggressiveness of trying to send 112. A little bit of greed. I love it. As Gordon Gecko would say. Well, Wall Street reference. Eight years older than me, Wall Street. <laughs> but regardless, the um, next last one, actually. 12-team Superflex Dynasty, half PPR, no tight end premium. <laughs> Hoping to contend this year. Should I send the 106 and Traylon Burks to receive Rashi Rice and Kirk Cousins? So, just to dismiss Burks, at this point, the Titans have a new head coach. They're Brian Callahan. They're linked to adding an offensive weapon. They're not going to go into next year with just Hopkins, Burks, and Chigakonkwo. I think they're going to add someone major. They'd love to add T. Higgins, maybe someone at 107. I would not be surprised if they're a surprise team for Brock Bowers and Malik Neighbors, or even uh, Romo Dunze, one of those players. I think Burks' value falls even further. So he does not really matter to me here. As for 106, it falls outside the sure thing range. I think there are five sure things in this draft. 
Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison Jr., Malik Neighbors, those are locked-in prospects. And Drake May and Jaden Daniels, they're going to be quarterbacks with top-five draft capital. They're going to hold their value for an entire year, no matter how bad they are. You saw how bad Bryce Young was this year. He still holds value. So those are five sure things. Now, after that, in non-tight end premium, it's either Roma Dunce or Brock Bowers. Neither is a sure thing to me. Brock Bowers is more of a sure thing, but it's hard for a tight end to be high-end value. Romo Dunze is, you know, more risky, but he has more value upside. Either way, Rasheed Rice is not that far off from those players. And Kirk Cousins is worth a lot in Superflex. So I think I'm going to go with Rice and Cousins and try to win. I don't think it's a disaster to go down from like Odunze to Rice. And going from Burks to Cousins is a massive upgrade. Well, I hope you like this video breaking down Dynasty Trades. It's what I do all day in my Patreon. So... I wanted to give you a little taste of the kind of stuff I discuss in my Patreon Discord. Remember, if you like the video, like, comment, and subscribe, and hit that notifications bell so you can be notified about my future content. Additionally, the Patreon, patreon.com slash fantasy advice, it's right there, um, where you can get all my ranks. I have a pick value chart to help you make future trades. My Discord, where you can discuss future trades with or past trades with me and also all the other patrons. And at the higher tiers, you get DM advice where you can have a private one-on-one -on -one strategy session with yours truly to help you build a winning dynasty team. But once again, I hope you enjoyed this video and I'll see you all later. Peace out.